Hello there, I am Leticia in Manaus, Amazonas. You are listening to the English Sabbath School podcast, Information and Transformation. Hi there, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast. Lesson 5 for Wednesday. I said Wednesday. November 1st. October is gone. Halloween is gone. It's November 1st. Yes. For some religions, uh, especially among Catholics, it's All Hallows Day, right? Because yesterday it was All Hallows Eve, Halloween. And now it's All Hallows Day, the day of all saints, all souls day. But what does it mean, really? You study the Bible, you will find out now. But today's lesson is about our excuses. We've been talking about different excuses, haven't we? We talked about fear. We talked about false views, about inconvenience, about un and today we're going to be talking about uncomfortable confrontations. Oh, I'm enjoying the lesson this week. The other lessons, I thought they were a little bit wishy-washy, you know, like um, last week, Abraham, Abraham's love for everybody. Oh, come on. No, focus, well, focus. But this week, it's real for me because we come up with excuses. Let us be honest here, right? So uncomfortable confrontations and something that I try to avoid, confrontations. Some people thrive and delight in having confrontations. I don't. So first, let us pray. Heavenly Father, oh, we are so grateful for the gifts and the goodness of your soul in us, of your love for us. Oh, Father, you have lessons for us. When the world is facing so many challenges and trials and tribulations, wars and rumors of wars, since the beginning of time, actually, but we know that you are working through it all and that at the right time, Jesus will return. Help us, Father, as your servants, to tell other people that Jesus is coming soon, that he's loving us, he forgives us, and he's waiting for us to accept his gift of salvation. Oh, Father, help us to treasure up, to lay up our treasure beside your throne. In Jesus' name, we thank you and praise you. Amen. The lesson starts with Jonah chapter 4, verse 2, from the New King James Version. It says, Ah, Lord God, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore I fled previously to Tarshish, for I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. What a beautiful prayer on the part of Jonah. Or was it? <laughs> Read Jonah chapter 4, and you have this question. <laughs> Question here. I like this question. I like the author of this week's lesson. Yeah, I don't know because it's a group of people. It was a committee that, uh, not comedy. Sometimes it sounds like a comedy, but a committee of people who wrote the lessons for this quarter. But I like the way that they chose to word the lesson this week. Jonah chapter four. Yes, it goes through a. 11 verses, so the chapters are very short here. I'm going to be reading from the NIV, the New International Version, but please feel free to use any translation that you prefer. The subtitle is Jonah's Anger at the Lord's Compassion. But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong. What? God sparing Nineveh, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord. Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? That is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. 
I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. But the Lord replied, Is it right for you to be angry? Jonah had gone out and sat down at a place east of the city. There he made himself a shelter, sat in its shade, and waited to see what would happen to the city. Then the Lord provided a leafy plant and made it grow up over Jonah to give shade for his head, to ease his, his discomfort. And Jonah was very happy about the plant. But at dawn, the next day, God provided a worm, which chewed the plant so that it withered. When the sun rose, God provided a scorching east wind, and the sun blazed on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. He wanted to die and said, It would be better for me to die than to live. But God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? It is, he said, and I'm so angry, I wish I were dead. But the Lord said, You have been concerned about this plant, though you did not tend it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. And should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, in which there are more than a hundred and twenty thousand people who cannot tell their right hand from their left, and also many animals? So the question is, what was wrong with this man? And I love that part that God showed compassion for the animals. Isn't it wonderful? Oh, what a God we serve. Yes. Oh, Father. The lesson goes on. Jonah had such a deep hatred for the people God sent him to that he felt it was better that he die than to lose face when the failure of his doomsday, doomsday preaching against Nineveh was revealed. Jonah wanted Nineveh to be the next Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, yes! He was hoping for God's judgment on these hated people. Yes! When it didn't happen, no! His worldview was being shaken to the core, and Jonah would rather die than allow his world to be turned upside down. And he felt humiliated, like he made a, a prophecy. He didn't say, repent. He just said, this city will be overthrown. It will be destroyed. Right? For the second time in the story of Jonah, God confronts him, not with a sermon or a saying, but with an experience. Worldviews are not formed on demand, nor do they change because we hear something new or different. Worldviews are often formed and changed based on life experiences and how they are interpreted or explained. The new experience God gave was to help Jonah recognize his own distorted worldview. God made a plant miraculously grow large enough in one day to offer sufficient shade to protect Jonah from the blazing sun. Jonah was grateful, happy, not for God, who performed the miracle, but for the plant. <laughs> Rather than seeing this as an unmerited miracle, he saw it as an appropriate and well-deserved blessing that followed his good works. <laughs> When the plant died, oh, It was a misfortune that caused Jonah to grow angry and insecure in his self-worth, and his thoughts grew suicidal. My Lord, mercy, Father. The experience is followed by God's voice of gentle correction. 
helping Jonah see how foolish it was for him to value a plant more than the many thousands of men, women, and children in Nineveh, as well as their animals. The story doesn't resolve with an ending of Jonah's repentance. Rather, the unfinished story pivots to us. What will we do about God's concern for the wicked, for the bullies, for the unreached across the globe, for the terrorists, right? Even that, how can we forgive murderers? How can we be extending grace to those people that are pedophiles and abuse children and who rape women? Ah, it's incredible, really. We, we are so limited in what we can do, only by God's grace, isn't it? Well, my friends, this is Lesson 5 for Wednesday, November 1st. For more information, please get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, WhatsApp, or any other AMs in the world. Tell our friends about our podcast, available on any podcast platforms. And please, go ahead and rate us with five stars so that more people may discover us. If you don't rate us, we go to the bottom of the pyramid. Help us to go a little bit higher. I'm not asking you to tell us, to, to send us to the top. Just help us be more visible. It's part of the mission. Come on, move it. <laughs> Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us.